Welcome back to Speaking Out America. Jim Watkins, your host. Don't forget my email address if you want to email me, realjimwatkins1 at gmail.com. And you can also uh, check out my website, which has articles going back five, six years. And then, of course, we stream the show, and you can join us here on CRN Talk Monday through Friday, two times daily, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific. And again, from 5 to 6 p.m., we're, we're on right after What's Cooking. And then Eric Early is on before me uh, at 5 o'clock. Well, he comes on at 4 o'clock, and he's also running against Adam Schiff, which, uh, in my mind, is a good thing. Uh, so the isn't it ironic that the same—we all saw this coming. And I remember I was on, I think, where was I in, in 19 or 2001? I had a weekend show on another network Saturday night. And it wasn't long after 9-11 that they developed the Department of Homeland Security. And I said, this is not, this is not good. This is not going to work out. It never does. And I was right. And I was right about how they were going to turn public schools into uh, indoctrination centers. And they were going to use LGBTQ issues to create policy that divides America. And they have done all of those things. Uh, I have warned about the, the insistence on climate change, and we're going to get to a story in California where they're now going to be turning uh, businesses against businesses, snitches. Uh, there's a new campaign in Los Angeles where they're asking uh, citizens. It's, it's worse than see something, say something. There's a concerted effort right now and this is what this is about. DHS awards $20 million to program that flags Americans as potential extremists for their online speech. And it reads, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security has awarded 34 grants to as many organizations worth a total of $20 million whose role will be to undergo training. That's another word for indoctrination. In order to flag potential online extremist speech of Americans, is there such thing as is extremists? Are we not a country of free speech? Right. If I write a blog that says I don't like a particular policy that I think it's favoring transgenders in schools over a uh, heterosexual, would that be considered extreme because I'm targeting one specific group with getting privileges while the other suffers? Javier Millet said it always starts out. That's the president, or the hopefully soon to be president. Of Argentina, it always starts with a good idea, social justice. This is what this is about. Department of Homeland Security, that's DHS, Mayorkas, the guy who's letting all these people in, coming from uh, South America. You know what they're running from? They're running from policies like this. That's right. They're running from their own countries who put in policies to fight social injustice by targeting everyone. The money will be spent from the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant Program for 2023, which means it'll never go away, and the budget will always increase, while the recipients include police, mental health, who mental health, universities, universities, going to help fight hate speech, churches, school districts. Listen, don't make it, don't, don't misinterpret what, what I'm saying. I, I am not in favor of people going out and, and, calling people names and doing it online and trying to, you know, marginalize certain people. But I also recognize that people have the right to express themselves. And if you don't like what somebody is saying, all you have to do is change the channel or you cannot read what they're, what they're writing. But the government has no right, no right whatsoever to seek to inhibit 
free and unfettered conversation and debate over the key issues that have an impact on all of us. The article goes on, those given the money from the grants are expected to develop prevention programs at the community level that would stop, quote, targeted violence and terrorism, as well as come up with innovative prevention ideas and identify prevention best practices that can be replicated in communities nationwide. In announcing and explaining the need for such spending, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas cited the Jacksonville shooting from a few weeks ago. Now remember, this was a man who was locked up uh, in his home. All he did was play video games. He was on mental health drugs. He wasn't even white. He was of mixed descent. And he went into a, tar- uh, was it a dollar store and shot up a bunch of people. So that's, that's the impetus to this. So what does the Department of Homeland Security do? They come up with a law that restricts normal, average, law-abiding citizens from a from expressing themselves in the public square. They claim, what they're trying to do will not prevent what happened in Jacksonville. DHS claims the current environment is one of heightened and lethal threat based on ideology or personal grievances of lone offenders and small groups. I believe the Supreme Court will take this case and it will be struck down. This is, anti, this is unconstitutional. I'm pretty sure that Mayorkas made a pledge to protect the Constitution, and part of that Constitution is free speech, followed by the right to bear arms and protect oneself, which the New Mexico governor apparently feels is not worthy either. The DHS announcement came on the anniversary of 9-11, but it showed the focus is now on Americans rather than some foreign terrorists or even a real threats. Uh, specifically, the opponents of such policy single out as possible reasons to be branded a violent extremist or domestic terrorist could be disagreeing and expressing the opinion online on anything from COVID, vaccines, gun rights, gender, LGBTQ policies, and the war in Ukraine or, in Ukraine or immigration. If you, uh, through your words, make someone else feel unsafe, that would be under this plan, justification for singling you out, investigating you, and putting you on a watch list. So it took 20 years to go from Homeland Security protecting us against foreign invaders to domestic ones who have a grievance with policy in the United States. Now you need to wrap your head around that because, see, there's a lot of ways now that in 2001, just to show you how much things have changed, uh, number one, the technology there for surveillance. I just noticed the other, I, t- I turn off my location services because I just don't like to be tracked. If I want people to know where I'm at, I'll let them know. I'm not doing anything wrong. I should not act as if uh, I have an obligation to let other people know where I'm at. But this location services on your smartphones, if you turn it off, it actually asks me, can we have access to your camera so your camera can tell us where you are? That's technology that we didn't have in 2001. So now the very technology that we have that we thought would brought us, bring us freedom and entertainment and the ability to interact with our loved ones and for us to be able to reach our children if we need to reach them in an emergency, all these benefits that come, the benefit of reading, 
I mean, there's no question that having a, a, a smartphone is a, a tremendously wonderful thing if you can use it for your own personal pleasure and uh, enlightenment. But you're not the only one that has that information. It's a tracking device, people. Now they're coming out with techware, wearables, uh, which are used to monitor your heart rate, your blood pressure, and your glucose. But what happens when it starts uh, tracking your anti-anxiety medication or your Prozac usage? And your mental health caseworker gets a notification that you stop taking your medicine. Maybe your medicine is not making you feel too good. Maybe you just started dating someone and your medication makes you less virile. And then you get a call from your case manager or worse yet, you get a text warning you that you're in violation of whatever it is that they say you're in violating of. We're only years away from that. We're not decades. So you understand now the gravity of the situation is that the system is now becoming less and less free. And it's only a matter of time uh, before you wake up and you're like the frog in the boiling water and there's no way to escape. And uh, that's, that's kind of where we're at, I think. And it's, it's not a good place to be. We'll continue a little while. Steve Willingford going to join us. More to come. Strange California law on the books soon that's going to turn California businesses into a group of snitches. Be right back. Welcome back to Speaking Out America. Jim Watkins, your host. Don't forget my email address if you want to email me, realjimwatkins1 at gmail.com. And you can also uh, check out my website, which has articles going back five, six years. And then, of course, we stream the show. And you can join us here on CRN Talk Monday through Friday, two times daily, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific. And again, from 5 to 6 p.m., we're, we're on right after What's Cooking. And then Eric Early is on before me. Uh, at 5 o'clock. Well, he comes on at 4 o'clock, and he's also running against Adam Schiff, which, uh, in my mind, is a good thing. Uh, so the isn't it ironic that the same—we all saw this coming. And I remember I was on, I think, where was I in, in 19 or 2001? I had a weekend show on another network Saturday night. And it wasn't long after 9-11 that they developed the Department of Homeland Security. And I said, this is not— this is not good. This is not going to work out. It never does. And I was right. And I was right about how they were going to turn public schools into uh, indoctrination centers. And they were going to use LGBTQ issues to create policy that divides America. And they have done all of those things. Uh, I have warned about the, the insistence on climate change. And we're going to get to a story in California where they're now going to be turning uh, businesses against businesses. Snitches. Uh, there's a new campaign in Los Angeles where they're asking uh, citizens. It's it's worse than see something, say something. There's a concerted effort right now, and this is what this is about. DHS awards $20 million to program that flags Americans as potential extremists for their online speech. And it reads, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security has awarded 34 grants to as many organizations worth a total of $20 million whose role 
will be to undergo training. That's another word for indoctrination. In order to flag potential online extremist speech of Americans. Is there such thing as is extremist? Are we not a country of free speech? Right? If I write a blog that says I don't like a particular policy, that I think it's favoring transgenders in schools over uh, heterosexual, would that be considered extreme because I'm targeting one specific group with getting privileges while the other suffers? Javier Millet said it always starts out, that's the president, or the hopefully soon to be president of Argentina, it always starts with a good idea, social justice. This is what this is about. Department of Homeland Security. That's DHS. Mayorkas. The guy who's letting all these people in coming from uh, South America. You know what they're running from? They're running from policies like this. That's right. They're running from their own countries who put in policies to fight social injustice by targeting everyone. The money will be spent from the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant Program for 2023 which means it'll never go away, and the budget will always increase. While the recipients include police, mental health, who mental health, universities, universities, going to help fight hate speech, churches, school districts. Listen, don't make it, don't, don't misinterpret what, what I'm saying. I, I am not in favor of people going out and, and calling people names and doing it online and trying to you know, marginalize certain people. But I also recognize that people have the right to express themselves. And if you don't like what somebody is saying, all you have to do is change the channel or you cannot read what they're, what they're writing. But the government has no right, no right whatsoever to seek to inhibit free and unfettered conversation and debate over the key issues that have an impact on all of us. The article goes on, those given the money from the grants are expected to develop prevention programs at the community level that would stop, quote, targeted violence and terrorism, as well as come up with innovative prevention ideas and identify prevention best practices that can be replicated in communities nationwide. In announcing and explaining the need for such spending, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas cited the Jacksonville shooting from a few weeks ago. Now remember, this was a man who was locked up uh, in his home. All he did was play video games. He was on mental health drugs. He wasn't even white. He was of mixed descent. And he went into a, tar- uh, was it a dollar store and shot up a bunch of people. So that's, that's the impetus to this. So what does the Department of Homeland Security do? They come up with a law that restricts normal, average, law-abiding citizens from a from expressing themselves in the public square. They claim, what they're trying to do will not prevent what happened in Jacksonville. DHS claims the current environment is one of heightened and lethal threat based on ideology or personal grievances of lone offenders and small groups. I believe the Supreme Court will take this case and it will be struck down. This is, anti, this is unconstitutional. I'm pretty sure that Mayorkas made a pledge to protect the Constitution, and part of that Constitution is free speech, followed by the right to bear arms and protect oneself, which the New Mexico governor apparently feels is not worthy either. The DHS announcement came on the anniversary of 
but it showed the focus is now on Americans rather than some foreign terrorists or even a real threat. Uh, specifically, the opponents of such policy single out as possible reasons to be branded a violent extremist or domestic terrorist could be disagreeing and expressing the opinion online on anything from COVID, vaccines, gun rights, gender, LGBTQ policies, and the war in Ukraine or in Ukraine or immigration. If you, uh, through your words, make someone else feel unsafe, that would be under this plan justification for singling you out, investigating you, and putting you on a watch list. So it took 20 years to go from Homeland Security protecting us against foreign invaders to domestic ones who have a grievance with policy in the United States. Now, you need to wrap your head around that because, see, there's a lot of ways now that in 2001, just to show you how much things have changed, uh, number one, the technology there for surveillance. I just noticed the other... I I turn off my location services because... I just don't like to be tracked. If I want people to know where I'm at, I'll let them know. I'm not doing anything wrong. I should not act as if uh, I have an obligation to let other people know where I'm at. But this location services on your smartphones, if you turn it off, it actually asks me, can we have access to your camera so your camera can tell us where you are? That's technology that we didn't have in 2001. So now the very technology that we have that we thought would brought us, bring us freedom and entertainment and the ability to interact with our loved ones and for us to be able to reach our children if we need to reach them in an emergency, all these benefits that come, You've been the benefit of reading. I mean, there's no question that having a, a, a smartphone is a, a tremendously wonderful thing if you can use it for your own personal pleasure and uh, enlightenment. But you're not the only one that has that information. It's a tracking device, people. Now they're coming out with techware, wearables, uh, which are used to monitor your heart rate, your blood pressure, and your glucose. But what happens when it starts uh, tracking your anti-anxiety medication or your Prozac usage? And your mental health caseworker gets a notification that you stop taking your medicine. Maybe your medicine is not making you feel too good. Maybe you just started dating someone and your medication makes you less virile. And then you get a call from your case manager or worse yet, you get a text warning you that you're in violation of whatever it is that they say you're in violating of. We're only years away from that. We're not decades. So you understand now the gravity of the situation is that the system is now becoming less and less free. And it's only a matter of time uh, before you wake up and you're like the frog in the boiling water and there's no way to escape. And uh, that's, that's kind of where we're at, I think. And it's, it's not a good place to be. We'll continue a little while. Steve Willingford going to join us. More to come. Strange California law on the books soon that's going to turn California businesses into a group of snitches. Be right back. <laughs> 